Hey, thank you for joining me for the Pub Trivia Group podcast. First, a word from today's sponsor. Hey, this is Sam. Welcome back to the Pub Trivia Group podcast. Thank you so much for playing my game. I really appreciate you all being here today. Special shout outs. First shout out, Lacey and her family, especially her son, Brayden. They enjoy playing my games as they travel to Disney and they let me know about it on Facebook. Hey, Brayden, school is about to start again. If you're interested, and don't feel bad if you're not interested, but if you are interested, I invite you to write your own trivia question about something cool you learn during your upcoming school year. Just have your mom send it to me at any time during the next year. I will read it out at the start of one of these episodes if you're interested. Second shout out today, Bjorn, a fellow Minnesotan, sent me a quick email saying some really nice things, said keep up the good work. Thanks for the entertainment, and thank you for getting rid of the bass track. Couldn't listen to it in the car, lol. Yeah, I've, I've gotten some appreciation thrown my way that I changed out the bass track, so I'm, I'm, glad, I'm glad that you like the new background music, at least better than the bass track. Sorry that you didn't like the bass track. So I, just a little background, I record this on like a 10-year-old Mac that doesn't have very good speakers, so I thought the bass was just sort of subtle and in the background, and I had noticed that when I played it over a better speaker that the bass was, you know, maybe a little bit overpowering. So I'm glad someone finally pointed that out to me, and we got rid of it so that more people can appreciate the game. Anyway, thank you. Thank you, everyone. I always appreciate hearing from fellow trivia players, whether it's by email, social media, or through the Apple reviews. Of course, the five-star Spotify ratings are also great. Let's get playing, though. I got three rounds today. Common sound, short answer chain, and music themes. Let's go. All right, round number one, common sound. And please excuse my voice if it sounds a little different or if I ever cough or whatever. I have one of those weird summertime colds. It doesn't make sense. It's like 90 degrees outside of Minnesota right now, yet I have a cold. So I, I don't know. Anyway, this round, common sound, I have 10 short answer items. The answer for each item contains a common sound. I'm not going to tell you what that common sound is. I will let you figure that out. I think it'll make sense as we get going. All right, item number one, this item originated independently within various prehistoric and ancient cultures, including Neolithic Finland, ancient Greece, and the Aztec and Mayan empires. Its modern form was developed by American inventor Thomas Adams in the late 19th century and was introduced throughout the world during World War II by American GIs who had received rations that they would trade with locals. All right, item number two. According to a recipe by the Food Network's Valerie Bertinelli, some ingredients for this stew include celery, bell peppers, onion, garlic, diced tomatoes, scallions, andouille sausage, smoked sausage, chicken, rice, and cayenne hot sauce. Item number three. This candy was created by Hans Riegel Sr. in Bonn, Germany. It remains the flagship product of the company which he founded. 
Item number four. This claymation franchise was created by Art Clokey in 1953. Item five. This was the second highest grossing film of 1994 and won six Academy Awards, including Best Picture and the second consecutive Best Actor Award for its leading actor. Item number six. For this term, Urban Dictionary states, quote, was originally slang for thief, but by about 1908, the term was used to refer to a police detective, and the term has stuck ever since. Pun intended. Item number seven. In 2003's Elf, Buddy had to travel through a sea of swirly-twirly versions of these after passing through the seven levels of the Candy Cane Forest and before walking through the Lincoln Tunnel. There is also a mountain range named for these in the classic board game, Candyland. Item number eight. Originally released on Cartoon Network in 2011, this cartoon series is centered around the lives of an anthropomorphic blue cat and their goldfish brother, Darwin. At the time of recording, there have been six seasons and 240 episodes, with a seventh season currently in development. Item number nine. This thing that we all have is also known as gingiva. In number 10, the New Oxford American Dictionary defines this noun as, quote, shrewd or spirited initiative and resourcefulness. All right, pause now if you'd like more time. I will go over these again, but then I'm going to give you the answer. Item number one. This item originated independently within various prehistoric and ancient cultures, including Neolithic Finland, Ancient Greece, and the Aztec and Mayan empires. Its modern form was developed by American inventor Thomas Adams in the late 19th century and was introduced throughout the world during World War II by American GIs who had received rations that they would trade with locals. Okay, that item. Chewing gum. I guess I would also accept just gum, or I don't know, if you just call it bubble gum, that's probably fine too, as long as you meant gum, chewing gum. All right, item number two. According to a recipe by the Food Network's Valerie Bertinelli, some ingredients for this stew include celery, peppers, onion, garlic, diced tomatoes, scallions, andouille sausage, smoked sausage, chicken, rice, and cayenne hot sauce. Okay, that stew, it's a tasty one, gumbo. All right, item number three. This candy was created by Hans Riegel Sr. in Bonn, Germany. It remains the flagship product of the company which he founded. That candy, gummy bears. All right, item number four. This claymation franchise was created by Art Clokey in 1953. 
All right, that of course, Gumby. Item number five. This was the second highest grossing film of 1994 and won six Academy Awards, including Best Picture and the second consecutive Best Actor Award for its leading actor. That film? Forrest Gump. Item number six. For this term, Urban Dictionary states, quote, was originally slang for thief, but by about 1908, the term was used to refer to a police detective, and the term has stuck ever since. Pun intended. All right, that would be gumshoe. All right, item number seven. In 2003's Elf, Buddy had to travel through a sea of swirly-twirly versions of these after passing through the seven tunnels of the Candy Cane Forest and before walking through the Lincoln Tunnel. There is also a mountain range named for these in the classic board game, Candyland. Alright, I am referring to gumdrops. The sea of swirly-twirly gumdrops. The gumdrop mountains, yeah, all those good things. Alright, number eight. Originally released on Cartoon Network in 2011, this cartoon series is centered around the lives of an anthropomorphic blue cat and their goldfish brother, Darwin. At the time of recording, there have been six seasons and 240 episodes, with a seventh currently in development. Alright, I had not heard of this, but apparently it is popular enough to warrant a trivia question. The Amazing World of Gumball. Alright, number nine. This thing that we all have is also known as gingiva. Alright, that is just your gums like the gums in your mouth that hold in your teeth. Okay, and then number 10, the new Oxford American Dictionary defines this noun as, quote, shrewd or spirited initiative and resourcefulness. All right, that would be gumption. All right, there you have it. Obviously, the common sound being gum. There you have it. That was round number one, common sound. Coming up, round number two, Short answer chain. All right, round number two, short answer chain. I have 10 short answer items below. These are standalone short answer items. However, each answer does partially share its name with an item immediately preceding as well as an item immediately following. Hence, the chain. All right, here we go. Item number one. This city of over 28,000 people is the capital and largest city of Canada's Yukon Territory. It is also the largest city within any of Canada's three territories, which, as I learned on Wikipedia, together the three territories make up about 48% of Canada's total land area, but less than 0.5% of the Canadian population. So what is that city of 28,000? All right, number two. Alive from 1922 to 2021, this person became the first woman to produce a sitcom when she produced and starred in 1953's Life with Elizabeth. All right, number three. 
This woman was the first lady of the United States from 1974 to 1977 and was admired for her advocacy for various causes, which some of which included breast cancer awareness, passing an equal rights amendment, and combating alcoholism and substance abuse. As a result, she ranked number one in Gallup's Most Admired Women poll in 1975 while she was First Lady and again in 1978 when she was done being First Lady. In fact, she remained in the top 10 through 1991, long after she was done being First Lady. All right, number four, this legendary actor made his film debut in 1966. He is most recognized for two iconic roles, one as a ship captain and the other as a professor. Item number five. While this musician was not known for being one of the primary songwriters for their band, they did write several iconic songs for this band. Examples from their lyrics include... Example 1. Little Darlin', It's Been a Long, Cold, Lonely Winter. Example 2. I Don't Want to Leave Her Now, You Know I Believe and How. And Example 3. I Look at You All, See the Love There That's Sleeping. Alright, item number 6. As a member of an English pop duo from 1981 to 1986, In 1985, at the height of his popularity, this musician and his bandmate attracted worldwide attention as they beat out Queen to become the first Western pop group to perform in China. Item number seven. This person is the namesake of a shoe and apparel line, which was introduced in 1984 and reported to have surpassed $5 billion in annual revenue in 2022. Item number eight. This person first achieved fame in 2003 performing sketch comedy for Mad TV. In 2017, they would go on to win the Academy Award for Best Original Screenplay. Item nine. This item is a classic comedic prop Also, according to the Mario Kart Racing Wiki, it is arguably the most common item in the Mario Kart series. And number 10. Britannica defines this political term as, quote, a derogatory term for a country that has an economy dependent solely on revenue from exporting a single product or commodity. All right, pause now if you'd like more time. I will go over each of those again, but then I'm going to give you the answer. Item number one. This city of over 28,000 people is the capital and largest city of Canada's Yukon Territory. It is also the largest city within any of Canada's three territories, which, as I learned on Wikipedia, together the three territories make up about 48% of Canada's total land area, but less than 0.5% of the Canadian population. That city, Whitehorse, which I remember being a 7th grade geography student at Whitehorse Middle School in Madison, Wisconsin, and finding that very cool 
that there was a city called Whitehorse. So that one was easy for me to remember. <laughs> maybe, maybe not for all of you out there that did not go to a school named Whitehorse Middle School. All right, anyway, whatever. That's a random Sam fun fact. Item number two, alive from 1922 to 2021, this person became the first woman to produce a sitcom when she produced and starred in 1953's Life with Elizabeth. All right, that person, Betty White. Rest in peace, Betty White. Betty White, of course, linking to White Horse. All right, number three, this woman was the first lady of the United States from 1974 to 1977 and was admired for her advocacy for various causes, which included breast cancer awareness, passing an equal rights amendment, uh, as well as combating alcoholism and substance abuse. As a result, she ranked number one in Gallup's Most Admired Women poll in 1975 and again in 1978, and she remained in the top 10 through 1991. All right, that would be Betty Ford. Betty Ford linking with Betty White. All right, item number four. This legendary actor made his film debut in 1966. He is most recognized for two iconic roles, one as a ship captain and the other as a professor. All right. The ship captain, um, Captain Han Solo, and then the professor, of course, Indiana Jones. That would be Harrison Ford. Item number five. While this musician was not known for being one of the primary songwriters for their band, they did write several iconic songs, and examples from these lyrics would include example one, Little darlin', it's been a long, cold, lonely winter. Example two, I don't want to leave her now. You know I believe in how. And example three, I look at you, see the love there that's sleeping. Okay, that musician, George Harrison of the Beatles. The songs Here Comes the Sun, Something, and While My Guitar Gently Weeps. All right, number six. As a member of an English pop duo from 1981 to 1986 and 1985 at the height of his popularity, this musician and his bandmate attracted worldwide attention as they beat out Queen to become the first Western pop group to perform in China. Okay, that would be George Michael of Wham! Item number seven. This person is the namesake of a shoe and apparel line which was introduced in 1984 and reported to have surpassed $5 billion in annual revenue in 2022. All right, that is Michael Jordan and his Air Jordan line. Michael Jordan connecting with George Michael. All right, item eight. This person first achieved fame in 2003, performing sketch comedy for Mad TV. In 2017, they would go on to win the Academy Award for Best Original Screenplay. All right, that would be Jordan Peele. Jordan Peele connecting with Michael Jordan. All right, number nine. This item is a classic comedic prop. Also, according to the Mario Kart Racing Wiki, it is arguably the most common item in the Mario Kart series. That is the banana peel. Connecting with Jordan Peel. 
In item number 10, Britannica defines this political term as, quote, a derogatory term for a country that has an economy dependent solely on revenue from exporting a single product or commodity. All right, that derogatory political term would be banana republic. All right, there you have it. That was round number two, short answer chain. Coming up, round number three, music themes. All right, round number three, music themes. This is just a five item round for you, which again was what I used to do and somehow I ended up committing to a lot of these rounds having 10 items. Uh, but this one will just be five. Today's theme is food. So I'm gonna read you a line from each of these five songs and each of these five songs has a title related to food. So you need to guess the title of each song and bonus kudos if you also know the artist. Item number one, the lyric is, grab a brush and put a little makeup, hide the scars to fade away the shakeup. All right, song number two, heard about the old time sailor men, they'd eat the same thing again and again. Warm beer and bread, they said could raise the dead. Well, it reminds me of the menu at a Holiday Inn. Song number three. I can teach you, but I have to charge. Song number four. You both kicked off your shoes, then I dig those rhythm and blues. In song number five, well, I was raised up beneath the shade of a Georgia pine, and that's home you know. Sweet tea, pecan pie, and homemade wine where the peaches grow. All right, pause now if you need more time. We will go over those again, but then I'm going to give you the answer. All right, song number one, grab a brush and put a little makeup. Hide the scars to fade away the shakeup. All right, he is kind of yelling that while he says it, so maybe that's a little unfair, but I think for a lot of you, you probably, a lot of you who would have been in high school around the same time as me, you probably know that one right away. That would be Chop Suey by System of a Down. All right, song number two. Heard about the old time sailor men. They'd eat the same thing again and again. Warm beer and bread, they said could raise the dead. Well, it reminds me of the menu at a Holiday Inn. That is Cheeseburger in Paradise by Jimmy Buffett. Shout out to any parrot heads out there. Though, as much as I love Jimmy Buffett, I gotta give credit, I stayed at a lot of Holiday Inns on my road trip. The North Platte, Nebraska Holiday Inn, that continental breakfast, very, very well done. Highly recommended. All right. Number three, I can teach you, but I have to charge. All right. Hopefully the kids out there didn't recognize this one. That would be Milkshake by Kellis. 
All right, number four, you both kicked off your shoes. Then I dig those rhythm and blues. That would be American Pie by Don McLean. And then finally, number five, well, I was raised up beneath the shade of a Georgia pine, and that's home you know. Sweet tea, pecan pie, and homemade wine where the peaches grow. All right, that would be Chicken Fried by the Zach Brown Band. So there you have it. That was round number three, music themes. That's all I have for you today. Um, you know, those of you listening shortly after this is released, I am hosting trivia tomorrow, Friday, July 28th at 8 p.m. Central. If you want to play live with us on YouTube, it's a good time. But, um, it, you know, if you're not listening to this right away, no worries. I do this about once a month. Just follow us on one of the social media pages, especially Facebook, and I'll keep you up to date. You can also reach out to me by email, and I will be glad to glad to send you all the info. Um, yeah, anyway, thank you all for being here today. Uh, if you like the show, please subscribe, rate, and review. Hopefully next week I have a less uh, stuffy nose and maybe sound a little less nasally, though hopefully I wasn't that bad today. All right, that's all I have. Peace out, pot on you nerds.